warning, what you are about to hear are the thoughts of four ordinary dudes with no agenda and absolutely no filter. Please, do not attempt any of this at home, and try not to get butt hurt. Welcome to the Dude to Dude Podcast. <laughs> hey dudes, it's Jimmy. What's up guys, it's Maddie. What's up, it's John. Hey dudes, it's Billy. Um... <laughs> Sorry about last week. Um, blame Matt. Fucker. <laughs> you yeah. just say fuck it. Fuck it. Um, I said fucker. <laughs> oh, fucker. <laughs> no, man, it's uh, the work deadline, man. Just fuck the work deadline. Yeah, sometimes uh, we just need a week off. And last week slash today was our day off. Half a day off for me? I don't know how that fucking works. I didn't have to edit the show this morning. It was great. Day yeah. off. It's a day off. Matt, do you still feel like ass? A little bit. Yeah, you still look like it. <laughs> <laughs> when doesn't he? Uh, I thought you were going to walk Ditch right <laughs> The jame. The jame. Um, yeah, so I, I did a little research this week, and now I am officially on the page of the pyramids were built by sound. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've seen that didgeridoo video too. Yeah, well, that's a piece of a fucking tissue trippy. paper. That was a, that was a stone. that was a rock. Yeah, it was a stone. That was definitely a rock. That was not a rock. That was a stone, bro. That was a full on rock. You better look at that fucking video again. Uh, so for our listeners, I, <laughs> I sent a TikTok video to our group chat, and it was a gentleman using a didgeridoo to lift. Uh, what looked like a piece of um, amethyst or something? Yeah, either amethyst or like uh, what's? I don't know. We got some Mandela effect going on in here because I'm with Jim on this one. Oh, I've never seen that piece of paper. All right, that's it, dude. You guys got to get better phones or better vision or better phones. <laughs> Bro, it's because I don't have these apps that you guys are sending me these videos from. So you know. Get with I'm, the times. I'm sorry. It's 2022. You don't like the future? Yeah, no, I don't like TikTok. Okay. Dude, TikTok is like crack. Excuse yeah. me, sir. Yeah, it's <laughs> and they have all your info too now. Oh, cause no one else does. Jeez, oh my god, oh, it's so yeah. But you, you willingly, you willingly like stuck your dick in a dirty outlet. Is basically what the fuck you did when you downloaded TikTok. Can I get it? Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> like. That's like walking into the gas station, seeing the prostitute next to the tuna salad, and being like, "Yeah, I'm still gonna take the the prostitute." Like, sorry, folks. No. Bitch is cheaper. The tuna salad was like ten bucks. Fuck that. All right, so I found I found a video. It's not the one I sent, but I found a video. I'm pretty sure I shared it to the dude to do TikTok like page, didn't I? No, I did it. Okay, that's a piece of paper. That is a piece of paper for sure. That's not the same one. That is not the same. Guy. That is not the same video. It's the same fucking dirigidu. That is definitely not the same video. <laughs> wow, that is fucking loud. Alright, John. You having trouble there? Um I'm looking at the media and links. Oh, here we go. There. There we go. Can you resend it to the group? Fucking A. Okay, it fucking loads. Bog down your Wi-Fi a little more. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. So, what the fuck? 
I have the video. IPhone. Yeah, just resend it to the group then. There we go. I got it. Um, before we get into the video, the video is going to show a gentleman taking a piece of amethyst and levitating it with a didgeridoo. Dude, it looks like a plastic bag to me. That is definitely a stone. I don't think it's a stone. I think it's a bag that's like splayed out. Bro, there's you no. Come, come, look, no. come look at this video. No. <laughs> how do you even, like, you need to come look at this video at a proper angle? <sighs> I wish, how the fuck do you, there's a way Zoom to remove in. the text, isn't there? No. It's on my, it's on the screen, John. It's a vibrating amethyst stone. You can see it when it's on the ground. Even even up close to me, it looks like a bag. Well, a bag would still like you'd still that see it like rippling in the sound waves. That's not rippling in the sound waves, dude. That looks like a bag to you. That's a rock. It's a clear rock. It's a piece of amethyst, like John said. It's a fucking rock. Or it's a piece of fucking really thin, three D printed plastic. Either like, way, it's a solid object being levitated by sound. That's not a fucking plastic bag. It's something of substantial substance. N- not necessarily until I have it in my hand. So, so okay, but anyways, so, that's just this video. I mean, there's there's more proof of sound levitation. Where are the big donkey like, dick y- things we blew through. Yes, sound waves can do amazing things. Yes, but to have a machine big enough to generate a sound loud enough to levitate oh, yeah, no, that, stones no, for the fucking that Egyptians. Point, I agree, but, yes. But that's where you're also not taking into effect but the con- our last conversation. Where I, so I don't I don't want to I don't want to get adamant at each other about this, and I don't really give a fuck. But we're gonna no, because I'll just end the conversation before I fucking get into it again. That last fucking show gave me anxiety. <laughs> um, it, it again, you're thinking of it from modern day perspective. I'm not even thinking no, about modern stop day. Stop trying to argue with me. Just let me finish my fucking thought, please. Okay, you're thinking of it from machinery. You're thinking of it from electrical. You're thinking of it from something that has to generate that amount of sound. When it's clearly stated in written text from India, from Babylon, and from Jerusalem, that there were groups of either shamans or uh, whatever you want to call them in today's terms that would get together, priests, whatever, um, and they would section themselves in certain alignments and then create sound to move these large stones. Okay, and then we take into account of the acoustics that are from the Great Pyramids and uh, places like Machu Picchu and uh, the one I was just, Stonehenge. There's all sorts of acoustic things they think that go on when Stonehenge was fully built. Like, it's wild. So now that I finished my thought, please go ahead and continue. I'm still like, y'all thought they didn't build a ramp that was big enough to fucking haul the stones up to the pyramids. What size instrument or whatever group of people do you need to be able to levitate a stone that size with sound? It actually it's, wouldn't it's be that It's less much. realistic than building you're, a fucking ramp. You're thinking of sound and the the volume of it the mater- being the main. It's not the volume of the sound. It's the pitch. It's the harmony. And then you go into the thought of, well, our modern-day tools can't cut through these stones, but using sound vibration... And copper tools in a way that we don't use normally 
it is possible to cut through these stones and get perfect cylindrical holes and then you see the stones that look like they have like pipe holes dug in them you, you know what I'm talking about they yeah. have an inner core still attached we've proven that you can take a copper pipe connect it to the right vibration cut through the stone very little harm to the copper pipe and you're going and you're making almost yeah, identical you're, cuts. You're, you're vibrating something so much that it literally does the work for it. At a right. correct frequency. Yeah. And, and if if the ancient Egyptians were able to manage that, why wouldn't we then think that they were able to manage lifting the stones? When it's shown that we, we've started to figure out how to do it, we just haven't fully figured out how to do it. To the point of... The vibration thing. Mythbusters did the whole deal where they had the little army boots on the bridge. They've proven that vibrations and a correct frequency can knock down structures. Why can't they lift things? Now, also to the point of why didn't they build just, you know, the ramp deal? It would have taken more material to construct the ramps necessary to slide them fucking stones up to where they are than it would to actually put in the pyramids so we would see evidence of those ramps left okay so I, i'm gonna show a video of i believe it's metal marbles being levitated by sound waves and i don't believe that you can actually physically hear these sound waves dateline nbc and, and this is uh, <laughs> Argonne National 2020. Laboratory. Uh, they're the ones who did this. We just don't see the string. No, that's of water. <laughs> There's vibrations. I mean, and that this Those is just a small concept piece using modern day methods. Right. Well, basically, sound sound vibrations. But they had they had an overtone to the video, so you can't you know tell if it's making audible sound or not. I don't believe it it's is. Probably not because he's he's not wearing earphones. Okay, so we use we we use ultrasound waves to do a bunch of shit medically, anyways. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So why wouldn't it make sense to use it mechanically as well? Well, and so I see, I see where Jimmy's coming from, and it just it doesn't make a ton of sense until you start doing a little bit of research on it, and you see that okay, we're we're starting to make these steps to actually do it. Um, you know, and and in my eyes, I just see it as one of those possible and maybe not probable things. Um, you okay I mean, there, Jeremy? I'm, I'm not going to argue that it's okay. not possible because it clearly is possible. I just... To me, it makes more sense <laughs> that, that they would be in tune with something much more 
I just know that some people that study these sites are just fucking not that smart, though, too. You... Aliens. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not coming at it from, like, an no, alien. No, I'm standpoint. not even coming from an alien point of view, but, like, <laughs> just said for instance, like, they, for the longest time, could not understand how Egyptians were using certain things to pull, like, their their sleds to pull shit across the sand. They were like, well, this doesn't physically work. When the whole time in a hieroglyph in one of the fucking temples, it literally has a guy on the front of the skiff pouring water in front of the skiff as they're pulling it across the sand, therefore reducing the surface tension. And okay, but that only viable. works to a certain point, Jimmy. Like, you say it like you've done it before, but that only works to a certain point. Have you, I mean, even tried to push a wheelbarrow across fucking wet sand? It's it, a bitch. It's better than doing it on not wet sand, but it still fucking sucks. E- either way, it's a bitch. I can attest to both. Yeah, but if it's like a big giant sled, a sled will glide versus how something with wheels will just... Okay, but it's the same concept. Is like, yeah, wetting the sand is going to help, but it's not going to make it fucking concrete. Okay, a sled... No, but if you get a sled that has skis that are appropriately meant to go with the sand and shit like that, and with the water, they can hydroplane across the surface of the sand. No. Yes. No, yes. there's no water collected on the surface. You can't hydroplane on a, on a non or on a non wet surface. I mean it, it can be moist, but it's not actually wet. There's no puddle of water to hydroplane on. You need you need water friction. Not to mention a wheel would cause less friction than a sled, so it would make more sense to use a wheel if that was available. Well, no, because it, it, would, it would cut into the sand. I see where you're coming from, but I'm just saying it's not plausible that you're taking these giant fucking stones and using 60,000 people to pull them up a fucking hill on a that's toboggan. a mile fucking long on a toboggan to place. It just doesn't make sense. They're, they I do think it all the time in the Arctic. No, they don't. Not Well, they used to. No, they don't. Before they had <laughs> ATVs and shit. Yeah, they would. They moved <coughs> fucking 80, 80, 80 fucking... 80-ton stones. In the Arctic? No, they used bobsleds to move shit. You, okay, but it's not an 80-ton stone going up a mile-long ramp. It's an 80-pound sto- 80 stone. <clears throat> Even that, I'm just saying. It's an 80-ton stone going up a mile-long ramp. The largest stone that we have cut would take 60,000 people to move. 60,000 people. That's And there's no okay. evidence of the ramp. There's no evidence of the ramp. There's no evidence that they had that many people in Egypt. And the, the place that they think that the builders of um, the, the pyramids, like they found the graveyards of the, bil- the builders, wasn't nearly that much. And they were very skilled, very prideful masons. Like it wasn't a slave force that built the pyramids. It was people who were intending to build it. With a purpose. I'm just saying, all these all these ways are possible, whether yeah, they're but, probable or not. But as we're regarding like more evidence, and as we're we're learning new evidence, we have to take those into account. Like, sure, when we were kids, it made sense. So yeah, the slaves built the pyramids. Well, they didn't have those slaves. Okay, so what's next? Skilled laborers built the pyramids, which we now have proof of. Okay, well, there wasn't nearly as many skilled laborers as we would presume there were. Okay, so they probably had some sort of workforce to help them along, more than likely. Where'd the workforce come from? Where did it go? Why was it never recorded? 
Like, don't you think as as dude, a lot of shit hasn't been recorded or has been lost to history because people come in and burn history. Yeah, but don't you think as the pharaoh you would like want to record how many people you had accurately? I mean, to no, you... because you're the pharaoh. You don't give a fuck about the size of your workforce as long as it's big enough to do what the fuck you want. To Jimmy's point, as far as shit mm. getting lost to fire, don't, don't the, aim me that the, when you when you have that many people under your control. When, when yes, the Library you, of Alexandria burned down. When I agree, with all, with all I the agree, world's information, pretty much. When you when you have that many people, are you really going to take the time to keep track them all? No, you're fucking not. Yeah, I, I think you're just coming at, at me from an argumentative standpoint. I'm not trying to. I'm just saying, like... <laughs> yeah, but it's like everything I say, you just have a rebuttal for, and I'm not into it tonight, but I'm sorry. I just Devil's think you're both advocate. Wrong. I think both your ideas on the period and wrong. I've always believed that, to me, it made more sense that rather seeing them as stacked on top of each other, more as... Basically, what we did for the fucking Mount Rushmore, you know? There's no, faces. They're, they're not carved. carved. We know that the stones were pulled from a quarry nearby. We, I mean, we know that for a fact. Oh, it's still. I mean, actually, the quarry they were pulled from isn't nearby at all. Well, yeah. My take: aliens. <laughs> I mean, for the most part, we would we would suspect that they were transported downriver because the Nile River would have been actually very close to the pyramids at the time they were created. So we know that took the brunt of the force. How did they get it from there on top of the pyramid? That's the next question. Without a mile long ramp. I don't know. Yeah. It just, it was interesting to me. I I thought it's a new viable option. Like, I'm not knocking it because apparently there's like a megalithic amusement park or an amusement park that has some megalithic structures that a guy built by himself in a single fucking night, basically. So go look that up if you want to go down that rabbit hole of oh, uh, yeah. vibrations and shit. And they said something about all he had was like some mechanism in a black box. Right. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, what? yeah. Oh, yeah, you haven't heard that story? No. So I've done my fair share of research, Bill. I just am oh, saying that it still doesn't hole. seem that reasonable to me yeah he did it well, how far how he did it no overnight he didn't do it overnight he did it fairly quickly though didn't he he only did it overnight i don't know if like he did it in a single night but he only did it overnight when there was no prying eyes but still in a short amount of time quickly very very fucking quickly. right with no help never heard of the yes is it in japan i don't know Man, I wouldn't be surprised if they had Gundams already. But no, he had like big ass rocks stacked on like little ass stone pillars, basically. Like, and people were like, "How the f- did you do this without any heavy machinery?" Strong like bull. And if these guys cannot find <laughs> this video, Mandala effect is definitely happening on it. Oh yeah, no, because I remember seeing. Dude, you gotta give me something to go on more than. I will, dude. Uh, I'll I'll post it to us later, and I'll I'll, no, I'll if man. I find. Come on, rack your brain. What else you got? Try, try man builds. Like, just put like man builds structures. No. 
No. I'm going to find a picture of fucking John. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Um, Would that be such a bad thing? Yes. <laughs> Don't want man that on my who computer. single-handed no like Google man who single-handedly built an amusement park with no heavy machinery. Is it modern? Like what was what did no, the video it was, look like? Was uh, it black and white, I think, yeah. honestly. It was So one is it in had the last sound, century. It had sound, so I'm guessing in the last century, but definitely not like this century. Like last century. That's it? Might be. In Homestead, Florida, not far from Miami, and off the South Dixie Highway, sits a world-famous structure called the Coral Castle. Though not really a castle and not really made of coral, it is nonetheless an amazing achievement. More than 1,000 tons of sedimentary rock was quarried and sculpted into a variety of shapes, including slab walls, tables, chairs, a crescent moon, and water fountain and sundial. Does this look familiar, Jim? Cork, Coral Castle sounds familiar. Many uh, creating the castle. Many stories and wild theories emerged over the decades about Leedsklinen. I guess that's the guy who built the castle, and how he built his castle. Some say he levitated the blocks with psychic powers or singing to the stones. Others suggest Leedsklinen had arcane knowledge of magnetism and so-called earth energies. Yep. That's the one. That's the guy. As tempting as it is to view the amazing park through the veil of mystery. Jesus, I can't fucking read today. In fact, we know how the castle was built. Creating a structure like the Coral Castle today could probably be accomplished in a few months with a construction crew and a modern machinery. Uh, But Leeds Galen worked alone using basic tools like picks, winches, ropes, and pulleys. Uh, he himself said that he did it using hard work and the principles of leverage. The tools he used to quarry the rock are on display at the Coral Castle. Hmm. Does it mention anywhere how long it took him? I am looking. I don't see it. That's that's the deal, though. That's the guy. But if that man says he did it with just the principles of leverage, what makes you think the fucking Egyptians couldn't do it on just the principles of leverage? Because he knew some shit he wasn't trying to let anybody be privy to. Maybe not, or maybe he just used it as a giant fucking publicity stunt to get his amusement park attraction so that way he could make some fucking money before he Well, died. it wasn't an amusement park. He built it for his lover. Just read that real quick. Oh, okay. Um, well, it's now an amusement park. Man's rolling in his grave thinking about all the money he could have made. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know the structure that well. But because yeah, I mean, for one guy to be lifting rocks that size, like. Yeah, that's pretty wild. I mean, it's it's beautiful. I can see like he's got human-sized planetary balls. I mean, they got away fucking thousands of pounds. Yeah, dude, they're huge. I mean, well, they said he quarried and sculpted the rock. 
Yeah. So you yeah, but that one. I mean, look at the size of that fucking rock on top, bro. Right. That's what I. It's a huge. Without a crane, how the fuck you moving it? By yourself. Singing to the rocks. Or some good old fucking leverage. Why didn't he let anybody know about it? Like I said, it was a fucking, it was a publicity stunt. Look at this. I th- I'm the only man in the world that can do this. This is why you should love me. Okay, but all the, the tools. You wouldn't do it if you could? All the tools he used are on display. Mm, Supposedly. What are we? No, all the tools he used in the quarry are on display. Is it the, I think what they specified. Well, he would have had to use some sort of <laughs> pulleys and levers to lift the shit. But the man said he did it with just leverage, so. I mean, he's, he's definitely got pulleys and levers here, but I don't see how he's building anything with that Substantial pulley. enough to, yeah. Yeah, I don't think that chain can lift those, those fucking stones is what I'm saying. I don't know, man. It just seems... Almost impossible with what the tools that I'm seeing here. I mean, I'm, I'm maximum effort, bro. And some kind of because if he uses leverage properly, he's got counterweights on his pulleys too. You got to think about that then. Yeah, but I don't think that chain itself can withstand the weight of that stone. So they didn't get the exact fucking chain. Like, they, they took one chain from his collection of fucking 300 chains to throw in the museum, you know? Why wouldn't you put the biggest one? This is the to, smallest and lightest one. Right. To keep people coming and wondering and thinking, oh, hey, how the fuck did this guy do this? Like, it's an attraction at this point. Smoking PCP. <laughs> right. No, you seen anybody D- crack out? rage! How many cops does it take to take somebody that's on PCP without a fucking pistol? All right, so this is apparently a picture of a lot, him with, a dozen. with his hoisting equipment. Um, I mean, he's, he says he did it. And people are in prison saying they didn't do it. Doesn't make you that we believe him. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, with a fucking trebuchet, basically. Man built a trebuchet to, to build his amusement or to build the castle. Oh, that's that's not even the same fucking thing. Yeah, I mean, I guess. I, I don't know, man. And you're thinking, and you're thinking most of these cultures that did. Um, these megalithic structures, they also were super into astronomy and fucking hard science. You don't think they'd figured out fucking leverage? Or acoustic vibrations? What? what? <laughs> That's, that was a well-planned one. <laughs> yeah, that was really good, John. Gotcha, bitch. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. That was good. Um... Fuck, were we talking about again? again? We're looking, we're looking at this from a modern perspective of leverage and pulleys and mechanical. I, I'm just saying these engineering, like, dude, they had trebuchets and shit back in the day. Like, they knew about things like this. Yeah, but again, we're talking way before that, before the Younger Dryas period. Okay, but what's a fucking trebuchet made out of? The pyramids were what? there before. The, okay, but we're the talking got there. thousands of years before that. 
literally thousands of years before that. The pyramids are dated before the Egyptians got there. Same with the Sphinx. The Sphinx is, the pyramid can't be dated. The water erosion marks on the Sphinx clearly state that it was there before. That, and so I, I just, again, we're looking at it from a modern day perspective of mechanical engineering. If we can take a step back from that, maybe, just maybe, they had shit figured out in a different way than we do. That's all I'm saying. I mean, look at the lost city of Atlantis. What what could have they have had I mean, figured out? But you look at Easter Isle with those big fucking heads that they moved with mechanical leverage. Nah, those aren't dated either. Those aren't dated. Fucking get on it, scientists. Date one of those things sure already for it's, us. It's Pretty impossible sure. to do. There's no, there's not even evidence of any other civilization on that island. There's just some fucking statues, isn't there? No. Or is there actually like there was a native housings or some sort of? There was a native culture that lived on the island, but their stories tell them that the, I'm pretty sure that the the heads were already buried. They called them Maui's, man. Tell me the heads were already buried. Then in that case, okay, well, it was well before them motherfuckers got there. I'll just try to find a quick fucking mythology video from Easter Island. Uh, Not a fucking 43-minute one, though. (laughs) Oh, it's the Moai. Alright, so this is going to support Jimmy's theory. And just fucking walk him. And that's what? Three guys in a fucking rope? It's more uh, than It's definitely more than three guys. There's fucking like at least half a dozen guys on either side of that. So the video clearly shows that, uh, let's call it, a dozen people. I mean, even two dozen. Let's be generous. Let's say two dozen people can move one of the giant Moai statues. Like, that's, just that's, by walking it. That's one of the smaller ones, though. The bigger ones are fucking, like, three stories tall. They've dug yeah, them out. but, I mean, if it can be done on a smaller scale, it could be done on a larger scale. Uh, I see them being tipped over. Well, yeah, if you're not. Crunch. Well, I mean, nobody's that close to it. Anyways, they're they're being smart about it. Well, yeah, no, I'm not it, o- it only takes one crushed villager to get a, <laughs> to learn. <laughs> you know, come to think of it, at the quarry, we we really we often see cracked stones, like fully cut cracked stones. And I wonder if that's what it is. I wonder if they stood them up, they got them walking like this statue here, and for whatever reason, they fell and cracked. Oh, that's a concept. See, now that that opens my mind to other things. There is proof that it could be done. You ain't doing that in a desert, mind you. But Cross sand, it, fuck no. It wasn't a desert, though. It was an oasis. It, yeah, if we go back to before the Younger Dryas period, it was an oasis. I mean, it was going to look much more like we're seeing on Easter Island right here. Lush, green, tropical. Hard-packed soil. 
Well, not hard packed, but soil. Hard I mean, enough. I mean, the Sahara, the entire Sahara was actually like like the Amazon. It'll be hard right packed after point. you walk a couple stones across it. Yeah. <laughs> For real. For real. I mean, that's, that's kind of wild to me, man. I'm not going to lie. I wasn't expecting that. You thought I was bullshit. I did think you were bullshit. But still, man. I'm just saying it's possible it could have been so. It is. I'm not saying it wasn't. I'm just saying it's not that probable. It's not that probable, especially after seeing that. Man, if I had a time machine, this would be the one thing I'd, I'd decide to go back and look at. Like, fuck it. All right, these motherfuckers been arguing about it. Yeah. <laughs> How did they build it? Yeah, but then you come back from your trip and everybody thinks you're fucking crazy. It was the aliens, man. <laughs> aliens. What's your mind, Mary? Are we going to have your uh, your wife on next week? If that's a thing that we want to set up, I'm sure I can talk her into it. I want to know that doesn't sound like why she pegs you, if it's her her liking or your liking. Wait, what was that? <laughs> we can't just ask him that? I've asked him, he won't answer me. Wait, I didn't even hear you. Why do you like getting pegged? Is it you that no, likes no, it or is God. it her that likes it? Jeez, man. No. Well, it's not him. <laughs> no. So it's apparently He's a commercial guy. framer. I He's mean, used to getting fucked on the daily. <laughs> I'm comfortable enough in my in my personal, you know, things that I've tried it. I've tried it. I'm not going to lie. Wait, but you got a dildo in the butt? It didn't get very far, I'll tell you that. But no, it's not for me, dude. <laughs> I'm learning no. new things every day, man. That's Just the tip. Just the, just tip. the tip. Just the tip. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that's just the tip. <laughs> wow. Um, okay. All right. Learning new things. So uh, now it's your guys' turn. Yeah. Johnny Come on. shared Lay it out, bitches. What you got? I've nailed. Er, I've nailed. I've talked about getting teabagged first episode. Man. That doesn't count. Right. Who hasn't that had that shit sexual? happen to them? You were at work. That's what Cuomo said. What? What do you? I don't like stuff in my butt. I don't like stuff in my wiener. I would. No, I that that's the thing. I no, no, no. What's no. it called? Sounding. No, it's called no. <laughs> it's called no. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, what's there to say, dude? Everyone knows I'm a kinky little fuck. I don't hide that shit. Why's everybody looking at me? <laughs> because we know you wear Pokemon costumes to the bedroom. I do not. I do not. Do you make her do it? No. Uh, no, I do not. Jimmy don't need no costume. He already looks like it's pretty. It's pretty vanilla up in my house, not going to lie. Oh, vanilla. Lame. That's, that's Jimmy's big secret. He's vanilla. Mine's a little cosmopolitan. Because oh. she bleeds on your face. <laughs> oh God! Oh! Damn it. Oh! <laughs> How do you think my beard's so red? Real man. <laughs> I was wondering no why. Respect. Was wondering why there was a little extra brown in there lately, bro. Fucking exorcist vomiting over here. <laughs> Finish him. Gross. 
Freddie Moore was going to finish him. It'd be you. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> I don't know. I think that'll be a fun show next week, man, to get you guys uh, talking about some shit. Um, I know she's got some experience she, she wants to share. I, I think it'd be interesting. Oh, it's gonna be it's gonna be very interesting because I don't know if it's gonna go quite the way you guys think. I don't want to see you get pegged here in the basement. No, God. oh God, no, we're not gonna be an <laughs> hold up. Anything. Oh no, hold up. Wait, you want to see him get pegged? I, I kind of want to see him get pegged. Just to see. <gasps> that's the so Home weird. Alone the Home Alone look on his face would be fucking priceless. <laughs> I'm not I'm not saying I would enjoy seeing something like that, but I was definitely on a billboard. Probably pay ten, <laughs> pay ten bucks to see it. That's your brother, Jimmy. And that just made it so weird. <laughs> she was his cousin. If Matt would have set it look, up, I'm like, okay, Matt's in Look, I don't see chair. anything from below the waist. All you got to do is drill a hole in his chair. <laughs> she can go in from the bottom. <laughs> I just want to see the look in his eyes. <laughs> oh, gross. Oh, my God. <laughs> the Home Alone look, man. <gasps> gross. That's so fucked up. Is that a wrong hole? Right hole? <laughs> Bung <So>. hole. <laughs> Surprise all you. Can I get a... Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> no fucks given. <laughs> no, they were all taken, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> So what? How did that conversation go? <laughs> no, I'm really curious. Like, was there a conversation, I'm, or was it a surprise? <laughs> I'm assuming she brought it up. Of course, she brought it up. Yeah. God, why do we we gotta talk about this now? Yeah. Well, it's oh, like, we're on the subject. Fuck, man, I'm invested. <sighs> I don't even know how it came up, but now I'm fully invested. I threw it out there and now I'm regretting it already. Johnny, you need Wait. a refill before we continue. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, I might slam this though. At you, the you, point want, this. you want a shot? No. <laughs> no. No. We need to be sober for this. I mean, this is obviously we're we're a little experimentative in the bedroom. I'm not going to lie. And uh, yeah, of course, it was one of those things where she brought it up of, oh, I really want to try this. Of course, I was reluctant, you know, being a straight cis male as the terminology goes oh what yeah yeah and th- you're asking me maddie I don't, I don't fucking know these are the <laughs> terms use, use google these are the labels people want to use anymore i whatever i don't give a fuck let them let them have their stickers i don't care anyway <laughs> um so you know eventually she talked me into it and fucking we tried it, and yeah, it was not very far and not enjoyable at all. So, what was the safe word? Get Stop. it the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like this. Like, how did she convince you to try that? Because I, I, I consider myself a straight male, and like, I would not allow that. You do things for people you love. No, dude, I'm not <laughs> judging you. I'm curious. Please understand that. I I don't know. I mean, like I said, I'm I'm at the point where in my life where fuck it, you know, you live once, you're here a good for a good time, not a long time. Try it to see if you like it. Exactly. Right. Fuck it. I mean, yep. I'm not. But didn't you try a finger in the butt first? 
this is normally the part of an episode where you would hear an ad, but we're not going to ask you to go buy a product. Instead, we're going to ask that if you get some value out of this episode, if you laughed, if, you know, any part of it was worthwhile to you, share it with your friends, share it with your family, share it on your social media, let people know about us. If you think it'll help, it'll probably help. Yeah, that wasn't that wasn't going that far either. So what <laughs> <laughs> it went far well, enough for you to the obsession. She's got the obsession with trying to stick shit in my ass, and it's it's she's One, two for two. No, I'm run. not giving her a third strike. It's done. <laughs> Once to see if you like it, twice for science. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, I guess. Don't yeah. want to tell us about the third time before you went. There was no third time. Trust me, <laughs> yeah. there will there will not be a third time. John's gonna be on his deathbed. He's tell like, us a tongue. What's tell that him. feeling? <laughs> Get it out! <laughs> Take my soul with you. This Fuck! going to be the nurse back there. Well, that's well, not supposed on. to go there. <laughs> he tried a finger, so there's the thumb. Dude, you took it up the bum. Your thumb would fucking. Jesus Christ, Matthew. That's like a butt plug right there, bud. He's little Georgie <laughs> Porgy with his pudding pie. <laughs> with his pudding pie. Sticks a thumb in, pulls a plum out. What the fuck? What's what's that? It's one of them fucking you childhood nursery what? rhymes. I butchered the fuck out of it. I'm yeah. sure. <laughs> I thought you were trying I've to. Who kind of fever dream are you fucking having? <laughs> Just stuck a stuck a finger up his bum and pulled out a plum. Like yeah, what, what the fuck? I've never heard. Who of the fuck said anything about a bum? You. I say he stuck his finger in a pie. <laughs> what kind of fever dream are you motherfuckers on? I don't know. I don't know. We were talking. Y'all about got ass asshole. on the brain, <laughs> right? Yeah. We were talking. You were. Yeah. I mean, you had it. You have to be. You know. Y'all still stuck on that? Get over I'm it. I'm your asshole. No, oh that's your wife, dude. <laughs> I thought we were doing limericks. Say, so I have a pretty decent one. Let's hear it. There once was a man from a stair who banged this girl on a stair. With a hell of a poke, the banister broke and he polished her off in the air. <laughs> My golf clap for you, Matthew. Where did the banister end? <laughs> Wait, let's just let's just <laughs> Um Yeah, I don't know, man. Uh I know Aurelia's talked about maybe coming on at some point. Uh Mel, maybe? That would be interesting. Yeah, it would. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to get a word in edgewise. I mean, that'd be a first episode. I don't know if anybody would. With, with Mel? Nah. She's uh Mel, I feel, is very level headed and, you know, easy to talk to. And she can be a talker. Yeah, well that's great because I'm gonna ask some really fucked up questions. Oh jeez. What you act like I'm not gonna do it to Lydia. I mean, I already got through my fucked up questions. I you can't get much worse than what the fuck I already went through tonight. So, and I am personally gonna ask Becca. I can only go up on. from here. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, good luck and Godspeed. Yeah, I, I know uh, <laughs> good luck and Godspeed getting metal talking about. It. Uh, you know what? Just the thing is, she's so pale. You can just tell by the change in color in her face on um, yes or no. <laughs> <laughs> My way for yours. Yep. Both. 
Yeah, I, th- I think they're going to be fun and, and interesting shows. Uh, it definitely goes to show the different personalities that we're attracted to. Uh, I, I know, I mean, our listeners don't know, but I know each one of your wives personally and or each one of your significant others. Uh, Easy you Rico Suave. Uh, I call mine wife. Yeah. Uh, so it's it just going to be interesting shows. That's all. Fun stuff. I want to go last, so I know how much hell <laughs> to expect. <laughs> ah, I won't be that bad, dude. It's going to be worse for you. I'll have to go last because she won't do it until we're rich and famous. <laughs> so, uh, not going to happen. Hey, hey, hey. Hey! We can dream. We can dream. Maybe you can, but my brain activity is shut off when I go to bed, dude. The REM... Like, Blank screen. <clears throat> Let yeah. me rephrase that. We can daydream. <laughs> oh, okay. Because gotcha. we're too concussed <laughs> to normal dream. <laughs> bye bye brain. No, that's that's smoking too much weed. That's what that is. Uh, it's part of it because so I've done sleep studies and I actually like my brain goes flatline when I go into REM sleep. Um, but the only time I do dream is when I take breaks from smoking marijuana. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll dream for like three days. And then even if I'm sober for fucking six months, I won't dream again. But for those three days, I'll dream really weird, fucked up dreams. And they feel super real to me because I'm not used to dreaming. Right. So, yeah, they just fuck me all up. Yeah, I just, I don't really dream. I'm a light-ass sleeper, so. Nope. Dead to the world. Dead to the world. Maddie, you a dreamer? Ugh. <sighs> There are times, yes. Other times, no. Fuck. Um, Poor man probably don't get enough sleep to dream. That is one aspect, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, like Saturday night, I'd sleep for maybe 30 minutes and wake up all night long. So I didn't get like consecutive sleep. Is that because of the kid? or? Nah, I just I felt like my mind was going 100 miles an hour and couldn't shut it off. Damn, that sucks. I'd, guys- I'd start to feel like I was dreaming, and like it would just like make me wake up. <coughs> Weird. I was gonna say, do you guys ever get that uh, that falling sensation when you're falling asleep? Yes. Yep. Not since I was a kid. I mean, it hasn't happened to me in a while, but yeah, every once in a while. It I gotta be fucking super tired though. It happens to me all the time. Really? Literally all. Like I'm literally. Like, I know I'm about to fall asleep, and then it's just like, oh. I'm like, fuck. Yeah, it's, like, yeah, it's, like so, it's like somebody just fucking came up and, like, <laughs> was here. Do this line of coke. Maybe <laughs> a quick shock. The only time that ever happened to me, I actually fell out of bed. Like, no, like, it, I, I can have my back, like, flat against the bed, and every, like, it's you feel just like hyper-awareness for fucking, no, <laughs> like, I literally feel like I, like, drop. Right. fall like but I'm not falling and then I'm just like hyper alert for a good solid like two minutes and then I have to try to wind myself back down to fall the fuck asleep are you smoking DMT no <laughs> that's what DMT is bro <laughs> dude it's it's the worst I mean, man. DMT no DMT is the best <laughs> your experiences with it so far have been yeah it's been <laughs> great um 
Let's not just randomly advocate for it for everybody, though. Cause... Well, no, definitely not for everybody. But I mean, I I don't have any schizophrenic tendencies or any anything like that. I'm not taking any medications. Uh, but I, I recently just did DMT again, and I fucking I went farther than I went the previous time, and it was one hell of an experience, man. Um, I felt like the universe actually spoke to me without words, if that makes sense. And what did it tell you? To laugh. <laughs> no, really, it did, dude. It, it, like, I just laughed, and then it was like, no, it's okay. And I just laughed. And it was great. And I had tears in my eyes from laughing so hard. And I just felt love and joy... <clears throat> Uh, the visuals were intense, but to me, that's something else. Um, it's the feeling that DMT gives you, man. It's unlike any other psychedelic, for sure. Uh, I also mi- microdosed on mushrooms recently, uh, a couple of times, and that was actually really an experience. Uh, I felt more creative, but less focused. I don't know. I know... We've talked about doing them before, right? Mushrooms? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. No. And then, so, Jimmy and Matt, we've done mushrooms. Or, I'm sorry, not Matt. Uh, (laughs) I pointed at John and said Matt. uh, Jimmy and John, we've all done mushrooms together. Matt, you've never done them? I have twice. Oh, okay. Not a good experience between the two. Yeah. First uh, one, I fell through a glass glass table. And the second one, like, I ended up passed out in the woods. Yeah. Naked. Oh. Naked. Oh, that's that's a bad mushroom trip. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're or, really connected with some ancestors that I, I, was, I, was I bet about you say. did. It depends on your outlook on it. Because, I mean, this man went on a real spirit journey. He woke <laughs> up in the middle of the woods <laughs> fucking butt-ass naked. Yeah. Um, I would love one of those experiences, <laughs> <laughs> but that's just me. Jimmy wake up and like, God damn, that was a good trip. <laughs> some poison ivy. Yeah, some poison ivy on your. I fucking sucked. Yeah, yeah, I bet. Um, I'm immune, so I'm good. Let's go. Fucker. So, it, what was uh, what was your bad trip like? Like what? What caused you to? Oh yeah. I'm, Thoroughly curious about that myself. Like, I don't even fucking remember. <laughs> was it the fact that you blacked out on the drugs that yeah, it yeah. became a bad trip, or was it like the trip itself, like the hallucinations and shit you were having, caused it to turn sour? See, I don't recall like the hallucination aspect. I can <clears> just <throat> recall like seeing, <clears throat> I don't know, like staring off and like being like auto focused on something and you ever got like a scared feeling from it like that kind of a feeling and then just like black okay so yeah you took too much definitely yeah whoever gave you whoever administrated that medication to you fucked up (laughs) they OD'd your ass (laughs) that's a lot of mushrooms to actually black out dude it only happened to me when I took fucking two eights a lot of mushrooms or some bad mushrooms or that, yeah, some moldy ones. Because, I mean, there's a lot of things you can trip on that aren't necessarily good for you. 
so I mean, I've I've for the most part had some really thoroughly enjoyable experiences on mushrooms, uh, and I've been doing some research lately that says that mushrooms are, um, you know, in microdosing, really good for creativity. Uh, actually, supposed to be really good for focus. Didn't work for me. Um, could have been my dosing too. So it's just something that I I've been interested in ever since. Uh, you know, Colorado has legalized it. Um, I, I thought that was, you know, a super forward step. Um, you know, like the cannabis culture. One day, maybe mushrooms can be like that. New York just legalized cannabis. Maybe one day they can legalize mushrooms. <coughs> yeah, I mean, I definitely think that anything that is naturally sourced should be good to go. Like, that's just my personal belief on it. Well, everything's naturally sourced if you really break it down. No, because they straight up have, like, lab test chemicals that... They're, they're, they still come from something natural at some point. Not necessarily. Like what? I, I'm just saying there's shit out there. Well, you're saying man-made chemicals? Yeah. Okay, so... Yeah, but I mean, you get you got to be careful with the wording there because everything at one point breaks down to coming from something natural, whether it's plastic or gasoline or fucking leather. At one point, it was something natural. Well, I mean, okay, fair enough. Um, Mic drop. <laughs> but I, I I see your point. You're saying like, you know modern altered chemicals um prozac fucking adderall that kind of shit not even those like there's like for instance in the states that have legalized mushrooms they're making now synthetic psilocin yeah and they're trying to patent it right yeah so that's the kind of shit i'd steer clear of the shit that is trying to be monopolized like it's different if you take the mushroom and you extract the psilocin from the mushroom itself okay that's fine that's whatever you're still pulling it from its natural source what they're doing is they're taking different amino acid chains and putting them together to make fake fucking psilocin that's what i mean by like so so i i am perfectly fine with anything that is either readily edible and it's natural unprocessed state or things that are very 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 minimally processed okay and or like just extracted like cause that I mean you can you can extract fucking all kinds of natural medicines and all kinds of shit that they give you in pharmaceuticals can just be extracted well yeah I mean the, the majority of my marijuana cons- consumption is from extract yeah um but it's cheaper for them to man make the shit. Correct. And that's why I like psilocybin? <laughs> really? Mushrooms are so easy to grow. I find that wild. Yeah, but it's the same thing with like the legal cannabis market right now is like how do you actually accurately say, Oh hey, this is indica, this is sativa, this is this is gonna do this, this is gonna do that. They they can't. But when they get these specific protein chains that they're putting together themselves, they can tell you exactly what the fuck the side effects are going to be and stuff like that. Well, I mean, that kind of sounds awesome. 
yes, when it's coming from professional scientists and chemists, sure, fine, fucking dandy. Yeah, but that's who's making the psilocybin genes. Yeah, I, I mean, yes, but I mean, like, anything you go to get medically administered, if you get medically administered psilocin and it's fucking lab-made, that's fine, too. But I'm just saying, like, from a fucking street vendor, you should not be getting lab-made fucking psilocin. Oh, fuck no. That's that's what I'm saying. Like, no... That's back alley well, lab-made. <laughs> know where your medicines are coming from. Well, promoting big pharma over here. That's that's no different than selling, you know, Vicodin on the street. You're you're selling a man-made. Yeah, you really shouldn't sell fucking Vicodin on the street either. Well, that's what I'm saying, though. Is like that's just personally how I feel about it. So, are these vendors legally selling the psilocybin? The the lab-grade psilocybin? No, it would be illegals. Oh, okay. So they are doing an illegal action. Yes. Okay. Or they're synthesizing it themselves because, hey, there's fucking chemists out there, you know, they fucking people that do this for a living that just wanted to make some psilocin on the fucking side. That's a wild concept to me because mushrooms are so fucking easy to grow. But they're easily contaminated. Yeah, and they're... I've, I've done quite a bit of research recently, and they're pretty easy to grow most... Most people grow them right under their bed. But they're I not understand. legal in all states. No, they're definitely not legal in all states. The you can go to a fucking cow farm and find them naturally. man make them, I'm sure, is legal. Yeah, you, you, I mean, you can research whatever you want. Like I but, said, um, I'm just researching it. But no, like, you, um, <coughs> it is, it's like anything that can be broken down to rather simple means. It's more so, like... things can go awry with them and then people that are usually growing them for profit or for illicit means are typically not giving a fuck about their products. They're just like, oh, hey, let me get this out here well, yeah, so I can make my money. Popping something out. I mean, that that makes total sense. But why why are you against the manufacture of uh, like chemical psilocybin then? Because it's not the actual medicine. It's not. It reacts to the brain the same way and stuff like that, but it is not the actual thing. It's not the full spectrum of that medicine, basically. It's a very isolated spectrum of that medicine. Yeah, but, I mean, like you just said, then they can narrow down the side effects. They can make it either stronger or less potent they can you know what i mean they can make it a, a viable medicine other than not to say that mushrooms aren't a viable medicine as they are but they can make it a more viable medicine for other aspects you know maybe they can make it possible that you know the psilocybin uh the tribute effect of psilocybin gets negated and all of a sudden uh, children can use it you know what I mean? And get all these natural benefits out of it. <coughs> That's my thought process on it. Like I said, I mean, in in an actual come like actual fucking lab and shit for medical purposes, I'm fine with it. Like I said, it's mostly just the people that are synthesizing it on the streets and that type of stuff because like 
this is stuff that they're literally just starting to do now. Like, and you have all these professionals doing it. Well, what's the chances of some Joe Schmo that hasn't been studying this exact field of fucking chemistry and stuff like that actually getting getting it right, getting it right, or and then let alone um, with the um, with shit that's synthesized in a lab or god damn it I forgot where I was going now okay well so let me ask you another question then uh, as far as like DMT goes that's not going to be processed in a lab for most people um, I mean the kind that I have had no but I would highly recommend just do it your fucking self so then what about people extracting psilocybin that's fine like I said extraction well okay let's uh, then people making psilocybin via the amino acid chains right like is that any different than someone making DMT for you it's it's I'm I'm uh, advocating for trusting your source right now basically like it's like buying I don't getting so like getting what it's it's like trying to buy your weed instead of getting a sativa you get fucking like K-Spice or whatever the fuck it is. Oh, the K2 shit? That um, yeah. Um, yeah, so like that. Not the same thing at all. Had hit the same receptors in the brain. Thank you, Maddie. Um, But yeah, hit the same receptors in the brain and shit. Fucked you up way different. Yeah, I agree. It was a different drug. It was, it was a different drug altogether. And that was also kind of, I mean, not made in a lab, but that was being produced and sold to the population. Right. <clears throat> so, why not psilocybin? Because do you see how fucked up people got on that K2 shit? Right. Zombie. But I don't think it should be illegal. I didn't say it should be illegal. I just said... I don't like it, and I don't think you should. That's my opinion. That's fair. Don't <laughs> you, did, you did say that. Um, I personally, I would just like trust your fucking sources, or do it yourself. Do the research yourself, so that way you or get test kits. Test kits are very fucking available nowadays for any substance you're fucking doing. Yeah, like make sure you guys know what the fuck you're doing before you fucking do it, because. Well, even even have... if you go into these medicines fully expecting what the fuck they're going to do to you, they're going to do some shit to you that you were not expecting. Because everybody reacts differently. That's uh, Well, I mean, not that, but one of the main reasons that we have uh, an opioid epi- epidemic is because fentanyl being laced into people's heroin and cocaine. It's one of the main killers. I mean, it kills, I think, last I checked, it was the main killer of men ages like let me double check so fuck man you can lace fentanyl in anything yeah well in 1999 there were less than 20,000 deaths from opioids 
in 2020, there's over 91,000 deaths in America. And the majority of those are males. Although there is a large spike in female population over the last couple of years. It's wild, man. It's partially the blame on a lot of things, though. Like, it's not just... It's not just fentanyl. No, it's not just fentanyl, but that is the largest spike. I mean, it's, it, since fentanyl got introduced into... The drug supply, yes. Yeah, there was I under- a huge spike. I understand, but... Like, before that, the, the trend was increasing exponentially, too. Um, well, yeah, it was because the opioids became easily available from your doctor, and then... I mean, I'll tell you what I witnessed personally. Uh, so, for the early years, it was just people either overdosing on heroin or their prescribed pain pills. And then you'll see after like 2000, was it like 2000? Had to be earlier than that. Had to be somewhere like 2005. Around that time. <coughs> The so my father was um, he had back surgeries and he was prescribed painkillers um, and he became highly addicted to the painkillers. Uh, the doctors were forced by law to start weaning their patients off of painkillers, except it wasn't a proper weaning. Uh, they cut the doses very very short. Or, I mean, it got to the point where basically my dad, in order to get his medication, because he was A, addicted to the opioids, and B, it was the only thing that made him feel like he could do anything, hence the addiction, uh, it was cheaper and easier for him to go to heroin. And from heroin, it just fucking tore his life apart. And... What ended up killing him was a fentanyl overdose. It wasn't even heroin. And it just it's a it's a consecutive thing, man. We see it over and over again. That since fentanyl got introduced into the system, there's just been more deaths. And it's it's terrifying and it goes back to what Jimmy was saying. Trust who your supplier is. I mean, people are gonna go out and do drugs. Just be fucking careful, man. I'm not going to suggest doing drugs. I mean, I'm fucking almost two years sober from alcohol. (coughs) Not going to suggest doing drugs. I will suggest going to smoke some weed if you live in a legal state, though. Oh, and if you live in Colorado, eat some mushrooms. I heard some other things got to decriminalized there, too, that you guys might want to check out. We're in Colorado? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, dude. Oh, like what? Um, So they actually decriminalized DMT. Um, DMT, MDMA. About acid. DMX. Maybe. I'm not sure. I'm not sure about acid. I cannot say. But I also, one that I was actually really excited for about them was um, non, non-peyote mescaline. Because peyote is still a protected plant, so they can't be like, yeah, go ahead and start fucking... Harvesting fucking them things shit, up again. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, but do you know how many people would probably start growing coyote, coyote, coyote cactus in order to get the plant, and how much more? I mean, we we mm. look. Mm. That's debatable because it takes so long to actually grow a peyote cactus to maturity enough to harvest from it. Um, most people's shit would die before they got a chance to harvest from it. Really? Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm or you go out and find like a fucking five, ten year old cactus in the fucking desert and you harvest from that and that's what they don't want people to do. So I guess that makes sense. They'd rather just be like, nah, I still don't touch the peyotes. <laughs> but those are still naturally derived medicines. Right. And comes from um the indigenous peoples mostly, I think. Is why Colorado is like one of those states that's doing it so often and oh, so much. They have a lot of indigenous people. That makes sense. Wait, so did they decriminalize PCP and fucking heroin too? Oh yeah, probably. Because they're Schedule One drugs. Yep, probably. It sounds about right. They decri- So what they do? Just decriminalize all of Schedule One? Pretty much. Holy shit. Or they lowered the scheduling on some, like, type of shit. I I thought that was only an FDA thing. Well, again, you're looking at states versus, versus, yeah, federal rights. I mean, New York State versus federal rights on fucking marijuana laws. It's the same idea. Don't go across straight lines. You'll be fine. I don't see that being <laughs> being followed very often. I don't know. People people do dumb shit all the time. Well, yeah. I mean, people still fly with drugs somehow. Okay, right. so they decriminalized and uh, not only the possession but the growing and sharing of five psychedelics. And yeah, you still can't sell this shit. So psilocybin, psilocin... <laughs> Uh, dimethyltryptyline or DMT uh, Ibogaine really huh uh, and mescaline wow that's kind of wild uh, if they start doing medical treatments with Ibogaine in Colorado like I've heard some wild wild stuff about how Ibogaine can totally change your life it is a really strong hallucinogenic from my understanding. No, I mean, a lot of those medicines can really change your fucking life with it's the proper dosage and usage. Mushrooms changed mine, man. Straight up. Like, it is what it is. Like, these are things that in indigenous communities and shit, they use them throughout their life and integrate it within their community and it helps them build their communities better. Honestly, it really fucking does. You, you, take, you go look at it go look at an indigenous tribe somewhere and then you come here and you look at a fucking neighborhood and tell me who's closer and more of a community. That's fair. Uh, now, I was actually just watching a documentary um, about mushrooms where they would give children as young as three uh, small amounts of mushrooms and I thought that was fucking wild. Um, but they have... But mushrooms have neurogenic <clears throat> properties. Yeah, it's, it's part of their culture. Like, so kids grow up tripping well it's not even that but like that's crazy 
so I don't usually I don't I don't take small amounts of mushrooms or anything when I do it. Um, Go hard. My, microdosing is not in my vocabulary. Um, but any most psychedelics put you very much in tune with how you're feeling. Mm. They can help you emotionally mature. So by giving it to children at a younger age, they're helping them emotionally mature faster, become more productive members of society faster because, I mean, their death rates still got to be, what, like 40 or 50, except for the occasional ones that are elders. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know much um, about the actual uh, tribe I was watching the documentary on. But, I mean, like, it's... A lot of the limitations you run into in life is other people telling you no. And by having it be part of the community and shit that the way they do, they can ex- fully explore how these medicines can help them, what they do to our consciousness, and that type of shit. And they've been doing it for thousands of years. Since the time of the pyramids. Since probably well before that, bro. I'm still a firm believer in the Stone Dave theory. I think that's how we fucking evolved. Yeah, you know... <coughs> I'm actually really surprised that uh, um, weed isn't as old as we think it is, or at least as I thought it was. I thought weed went way farther back, but uh, just did some research on that. And the, the oldest evidence we found of uh, hemp plant with THC being burnt was 4,000 years ago, and it was in China, uh, and it was found in 10... <coughs> <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, there were ten wooden. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Not urns. Uh, brazers. Uh, ten wooden brazers where they would, you know, uh, put in the marijuana and then put coals on top of them, and then they would sit in tents. Uh, and it was like communal thing. But the oldest, yeah, oldest found record of that is four thousand years old. That's wild to me, man. I mean, it, so, but where's my book? I mean, to be fair, though, that, like, it's just we could not have, we, we currently probably just not found evidence of older because. Well, so we know, <clears throat> we know that the plant existed. We just haven't found evidence of it being used like that. Um, yeah. Uh, so it was probably like a, a multi-purpose crop that was probably used, you know, half for smoking from some cultures or eating, and the other half was used probably for hemp rope, because we know that hemp rope has been used forever, man. Um, but that's why, like, when we think of hemp rope, I think of the oldest rope known to man. Well, it probably wasn't hemp. Um... Yeah, but the native habitat is uh, the Eurasian steppe, or steppe, or how do you say it, John? Uh, S-T-E-P-P-E. I think it would be steppe. Steppe-pe. Steppe-pe. No, it's not steppe-pe. I'm pretty sure it's steppe. Uh, (laughs) But it's uh, 5,000 miles long from the mouth of the Dunab, Dunabe, Dunab. I don't know what the fuck I wrote here. Desnob. (laughs) Uh, river almost to the Pacific Ocean, but basically it's the uh, the lower the lower foothills around the mountains, um, and we can see where it originally was in China. The genome was like a mixed 
uh, hemp and THC plant. And then you can see it split about 4,000 years ago, and you see hemp go off into, like, uh, Europe and <clears throat> that way, whereas you see the THC go more towards, like, India and down that way in Asia. Uh, and it was just, it was a really cool concept. And then you get into, um, like, the Indian texts, and they worshipped the, the cannabis plant, or ganja as they called it. Uh, there was another word they used, too. I don't know. I'm still waiting for somebody to convince me that the burning bush in the Bible wasn't fucking the pop plant. I I think it was DMT. I think it was the acacia bush. Fair enough. In all honesty. Yeah, I forgot they they, they hypothesized it was an acacia. I yep. forgot about that. Yeah, I, I definitely I'm I'm on the lines to think it was a DMT. Uh, um and yes if for anybody that hasn't done dmt it is very likely you would see something that you would consider god on some dmt <laughs> yeah i didn't see any entities but like i said i felt like the universe just and not necessarily f- see but like interact with something that feels greater than yourself let me just put it that way yeah i mean it's it's what most people will tell you when they come back from a dmt trip is they felt an entity of some sort or another uh i mean john any experience um i definitely definitely feel like there's a universal consciousness i guess i i call it okay that we're all part of yeah and uh just like interconnected yeah and whenever you experience said entities that's just you know part higher part of the universal consciousness telling you hey chill out you're with us it's all good aliens <laughs> aliens i mean it's uh, aliens interdimensional beings demons angels it's all the same in my eyes man it's whatever lens you're looking at it through yeah. right it's all perspective and that's the point of us all being individuals. It's different points of perspective for the universal consciousness to experience. Lydia experienced your back end consciousness. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> had to get another one in there, didn't you? I had to. Motherfucker. So it's the one time John almost hit that Michael Jackson note. I think we're getting near the rear end of this episode. <laughs> what, Maddie? You gotta go home? I'm fucking shot. Okay. All right. Um, Maddie's the dingleberry between the cheeks. Yeah, I'll have to cut out like 20 minutes of Jimmy cussing into the mic, but whatever. Um, fuck this. Fuck that. Fuck. Th- <laughs> I can't even swear properly right now. See, exactly. I don't have to cut that out. Fuck. I do have to cut that out. Yeah, yeah, that, that oh, second word. Good. Yeah. No. It's no, way too close. No, no. Way too close. If I can't oh. say what I can't say, you can't say what I you what you just said, okay? So fuck right. off. Yeah, but I wasn't right. saying the Ready? actual word. Ready? I'm clipping it all. Either was I. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. <laughs> it's all fucked. It's all borked. Borked. <laughs> Dude to dude, um, 
try not to argue with your friends so much. Um, be open to their concepts and, uh, you know, you might be proved wrong or you might learn something new, like that they walked the Moai statues using a dozen people. And some ropes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I mean, just keep your eyes open, man, and listen to your friends. Uh, but don't be afraid to have your own opinions either. Uh, yeah. But don't be afraid to change your mind from time to time, too, people, if you're presented with some overwhelming fucking evidence. Sometimes it's not just a finger, it's a dildo. <laughs> well, I was just going to say, I, w- I was going to give you guys just the tip this week, but uh, John already got it from Lydia. <laughs> you fucking ass. Well, that's the end of our episode. Remember, if you guys found some enjoyment out of this, if you got some value, maybe laughed a little bit, go ahead and share it with your friends. Share it with your family. Share it on Facebook. It'll really help us out. And, you know, the more that you guys help us out, the more we can help you out. Remember, this is just a comedy podcast. Try not to get butt hurt.